Okay, my friends. So today we have another magical story. This one is called Find the Magic. It was written by Lee Cohen and illustrated by Julia Harnett Harvey, and it's based on the characters created by Susan Yost Filiot and Leonard Filiot. And it is read today by Mommy. And I have some two people with me today. Their names are... Lava King. Lava King and? Axolotl. Axolotl. Well, Lava King and Axolotl, please don't ever meet because I'm pretty sure Axolotls do not like to be in lava. I don't think there are many things that do, but lava is very cool. And I am a lava monster. Are you? Lava monsters. Okay, well, better hold on to our hats. Well, this is a magical story, so things like lava monsters, you don't know. There could be something in there. So let's read the story and see if we can figure out if there are any magical things. Okay, here we go. One bright and shiny morning, Euripides the frog arrived at the cottage to visit his friends. I'm stuck, Ripsqueak admitted as soon as he saw Euripides. I can't figure out what to draw. Well, he's drawing something. Now, you know, I'm pretty good at drawing. Are you guys good at drawing? Let's see what happens. Hmm said Euripides, thoughtfully. We will have to find a solution. Rip's little sister, Jessie, was struggling to dress her doll, Bunny, as a fairy princess. I absolutely cannot get these costumes to look right, Jessie sighed. I'm getting very impatient, and so is Bunny. My, 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 mused Euripides, scratching his head and looking very concerned. Well, what do you do if things aren't looking right and you can't think of what to do? You need help. Just then, Abby, the kitten, came around the corner. There is not one nook or cranny that I have not explored a hundred times, said Abby. As everyone knows, cats are naturally curious, and there's nothing even remotely curious about this house. Oh, have you ever had that? Like when you've been in your house for too long and you start to feel like, I've seen everything in here. I need some fresh ideas. Oh dear. I just don't need one, I guess. That's a good question. You see, you're getting that question because you are looking with your eyes and you're thinking. And I feel like that's what's going on in this story is that all of the people here are looking with their eyes. Like, I'm looking at my doll. I'm trying to get it dressed. I can't really do it. I'm looking at my paper. I'm looking at my my papers and I'm going to draw something, but I can't really do it. And here I am wandering around my house and I am getting bored. 
So I feel like maybe um, Euripides, the frog here, might be able to help them. Oh dear, sighed Euripides. We will have to figure out what to do about all of this. The clever amphibian was never without a plan. That's what a frog is, right? An amphibian. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If he didn't have a plan, at least he had an idea. Okay, so the question now is, what is the idea of this frog? Perhaps we can... He muttered, no. No, no, that won't work, he added, interrupting himself. Maybe we can... No, that isn't quite right either. And then, as if a great idea... Can you snap your fingers? Just dropped right into his lap. He announced dramatically, I have it. I will take you all to a magical place. Rip, Jesse, and Abby looked up from their doldrums. They were ready to follow Euripides. Did you know that when you get bored, we call it the doldrums? That's when nothing's moving and you're getting bored. We've been talking a very long time, sighed Rip. And indeed, they had. They had walked past the cottage grounds. Oh, wait, I think I must have turned too many pages. Oh, they were ready to follow. Okay, yeah, so they are following. Oh, I see. In the picture, we can see that they have gotten out of the house, and now they are walking. Okay. We've been walking a very long time, sighed Rip, and indeed they had. They had walked past the cottage grounds, away from the pond, and along the country road. Never fear, roared Euripides. We're almost the magical place. And they finally reached a little shop where they pushed and pushed on a heavy door until it opened a smidgen. Which, by the way, is just enough room to let a frog and a cat and two mice through. Now inside, this is the magical place. I wonder what's going to be inside. I'm gonna guess it's going to have a magical cauldron that they can put potions in. No? Oh, how about, how about it has- of books. Ooh, like spell books? Yes. Let's see. Inside, the friends were greeted with the most unexpected sight. From floor to ceiling, there were shelves and shelves and more shelves crammed and jammed with books. <gasps> you were right. Big books, small books, fat books, thin little books, thin books everywhere. As Rip, Jesse, and Abby eyeballed their surroundings, Euripides exclaimed, It's time for you yourselves to see that there is magic all around us and he opened a large volume and waved rip forward spend a moment with this book euripides whispered gaze deep into the picture if you will and find the magic yes take a look what do you suppose? Okay, so in the picture we can see there's Rip and he's looking inside the picture and you can see Euripides behind him. What do you think that book is about? Can you guess? What could it be? I don't know. What is it? I don't know. What is? What do you see on the cover of the book? 
An ancient soldier. An ancient soldier. And not just any soldier. It's a knight. And he has a sword. Ooh. The book was about knights in shining armor. And if you look at the next page, guys, look. Rip found himself caught up in the tales of the brave and the bold warriors, their code of chivalry, and their gallant deeds. He felt that he could step inside the very pages of the book. And then he did. When Rip finally looked up from the book, he smiled at Euripides. Now I know exactly what to draw, he said. And wow, in the picture, what do we see? I see knights. I even see a princess and a dragon. Maybe that's what he drew. Maybe it's something that you could draw. A knight riding on a horse and a jester juggling. I don't know. But what about me? Begged Jesse. Take a look here, Euripides said, and he opened another book and laid it before her. This world is fantasy and it's all yours. So Jesse turned to a picture of a fairy wonderland filled with lovely flowers and gentle creatures and she couldn't take her eyes off the page and magically she was transformed. When Jessie closed the book she could barely catch her breath. Bunny will be so impressed when we play fairy princess. I'll make her the best costume ever. And I would think she probably would know how to now, right? Because, I mean, look at this picture. That must be the fairy queen. And in the picture, we can see that there are some birds floating above her. Mm -hmm. And they have made a, a roses, a chain of roses to float above her so that wherever she goes, it smells good. That would be pretty cool. worth exploring, Abby said as she crawled up onto the pages of the book. Almost immediately, she was transported, and when she finished reading, Abby purred. There's no reason for me to ever get bored again, not with so many incredible stories. Well, in her pictures, what is she doing? Can you imagine if you were flying on a magic carpet through the sky? You could see all sorts of things. If you had a magic carpet, where would you go? And what would you do? You would, oh, absolutely. Well, listen, if you had a magic carpet, you could go fight, fight a dragon with it. What would you do? Mm, you gotta think about it. Yeah, yeah, you could do that too. Euripides sat back and watched his friends with their heads buried deep in their stories. Their earlier mood had vanished, and they looked happy and content. When Rip was tugging on Euripides' jacket, Euripides, he said, you've been so busy finding magic for all of us that you haven't found any for yourself. Abby and Jessie nudged a book forward towards Rip and opened it. Yes, he cried. 
It's perfect for a friend who helped us to figure out the answers to our problems and Oh, I'm sorry, this is Rip, who is... Rip found the book, not Euripides. Okay, so Rip is giving the book to Euripides, and he says, <clears throat> Yes, it's perfect for a friend who's helped us figure out the answers to our problems and saved the day. Okay, so what book do you think it would be for someone who solves problems? Let's see. Euripides looked at the book they had chosen for him and chuckled. Why... This is just how I imagine myself. And he began to read out loud. The thick London fog closed in around the great detective. And in an instant, Euripides found himself a hundred years and a thousand miles away. And I think he might have been reading about someone named Sherlock Holmes. Have you ever heard of that name before? He solves mysteries. Very famous. When Euripides was able to pull himself away from his story, he glanced at his pocket watch and announced that it was time to head back. And in the picture, friends, you can see, Euripides did imagine himself as Sherlock Holmes because Sherlock Holmes wears this very special kind of hat and he has this very special kind of magnifying glass. But there's so much more to look at, said Rip. Of course said Euripides. There are books of high adventure and stories and tales of fantasy and mystery and stories of far-off lands. But never fear, my friends. Any time we need to learn or be inspired or when we just want to have fun, the magic will always be here. And we can see, yep, he's off on another case solving problems left and right which is kind of what books do. Did you know there's a whole section of books called self-help and how-to books? So if you want to learn how to do something, there's a book that can teach you. And that's pretty cool. Did you know there's a book that can teach you how to play chess or how to ride a bike or how to make sushi? You name it, you can find a book for it. How to mm -hmm. Well, yeah, actually, there, there is. But that's another story for another day. And for today, we want to say... Which translates into... The end. <laughs>